Welcome to the Attention Please podcast now on video. If you like this podcast, kindly like, share, subscribe. You know what to do. So now that the World Cup, T20 World Cup is over, I thought I would do one final episode on cricket before I get back to politics. So I want to start off this episode with an image. It's a, it's an image that is, in my opinion, one of the most dramatic of the Mahabharat, though most people wouldn't consider it to be so. It's towards the end. When uh, Arjun is is out with his family and he is set upon by a group of miscreants or decoits and Arjun tries to lift his Gandhiv and he can't lift it anymore and uh, he gets robbed. This is similar to a scene in Logan, uh, the last uh, Hugh Jackman Wolverine outing where Wolverine is set upon by local toughs and he can't protect himself anymore. So these things are dramatic because for somebody who also is getting old, I, I always find the realization that, that, that the, the moment the penny drops, that you are no longer the person you used to be, to be a particularly dramatic uh, moment in anybody's lives. For most of us, we don't have such a dramatic realization. It usually happens over time. Uh, and it happens in the gym, really, when you really realize that, well, the guy in the, in the next treadmill seems to be in a, in, in a different universe. But this, the reason why I started this podcast with this was there was an image, it, it felt bad, it was to see Rohit Sharma crying at the end of the of the game. And you could say that he was crying because he he lost, but... In my interpretation, I don't think he was crying because he lost. I think he's crying because he himself realizes that he's no longer the Rohit Sharma that he himself thinks that he is. And again, that's my fancy interpretation of this. Because I honestly don't think that the T20 World Cup really matters that much to the players who take part in it. It's just yet another tournament. They will move past it very soon. So I don't think it to be something which will really make somebody cry like that. Maybe the ICC one-day World Cup, because it has some element of history to it, maybe that engenders a little bit more of deep emotion, but not the T20 World Cup. I think this is mostly something which we fans are more concerned with. So I had said before the tournament began that the problem with India was that we were carrying a lot of old players. And this, the... Rohit Sharma, for instance, being the, the, the most egregious example of that. He was he was part of the squad for the 2007 World Cup. So you can imagine you know, how long he's been playing this game. And when you say it, it's, it often comes across as you're basically casting aspersions on their fitness. And that's true too. When you're older, fitness becomes a problem, especially on larger Australian grounds, given that their dimensions. And Rohit Sharma's fielding was absolutely woefully exposed in this World Cup. But it's unfair to blame Rohit Sharma for everything that happened. But it is important, not so much as a captain, but for the fact that he played the first six overs. India lost most of the games. And even the ones it won, their first six overs performance, which was really what the concern, what the concern that I had 
initially, even before the World Cup began, is that Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul and Virat Kohli should not be the top one, two, three. And this episode is being recorded after the first New Zealand game where Surya Kumar Yadav went absolutely bonkers. And why wouldn't you have that guy open the innings in the T20 World Cup? Why wouldn't you? Why would you put him in? It's just makes no sense. I mean, we know why it happens. It happens because seniors have outsized egos and outsized uh, influence to um, basically change strategies. Right? It's not that I don't think that people don't know that Rohit Sharma shouldn't have been in the playing 11. He should, absolutely should not have been opening. But the fact is that he's the he's the captain. He can do whatever he wants. But coming back to that image of Arjun, you know, losing his Gandhi when this is this is really where the age becomes a problem because T20 especially over the years has become the the teams that succeed are extremely reckless in their batting especially in the first six overs Ashwin made a point recently about the game being lost in the first six overs the first six overs are premium every ball so every ball so Rohit Sharma in the in in the game that we lost I think played 30 balls and made 28 runs. See, this seems to be bad, but it's actually much worse because those were the first six overs. He basically played out the first six overs. So no matter what anybody came after him did, it was never going to be enough. He Basically, the game was lost in the first six overs. So why is this related with age? Why am I harping back on Gandhiv and, and this? Because ultimately it is. Because when we get older, our the neural network that operates in us basically makes us more risk-averse, becoming a parent. I mean, when I look back at decisions which I took in my early 20s, I like wonder why it was it was me. And I've never been a very risky person. I've never taken risky decisions. But even then, even at, when I was 25, it's just the way we human beings are wired. So as you become older, this system, this system of node weights and edge weights that form our neural network, they just become more and more risk averse. So it's not the question. And I and I found a lot of ex-cricketers saying this, and I was hoping that they would make this point. That it's not that Rohit Sharma doesn't know that he has to be more aggressive up front. And he doesn't know this, that this basketball approach, that he doesn't know this. It's not that he doesn't know it. Even if you tell, if you tell him a hundred times, even if he's convinced. The moment the ball is delivered, at that point of time, your internal neural network kind of takes over. It's your subconscious. And so Rohit Sharma immediately becomes more conservative. He just can't let go. And if you look at the way he gets dismissed, you'll find he goes half cock. He doesn't let loose or he doesn't hold back. Because at that point of time, there are actually two things working against him in his mind. There is this inherent risk averseness that comes off with age. And then there is that mind which says, oh, I need to go now. I need to hit this ball into the stands. So once these two start conflicting, now you have a conflict raging inside you at a time when the bowler is coming and bowling it at 140 miles per hour. So again, when you have bilateral series, this tension does not become so evident. But once you are in an ICC tournament and once you are in a knockout stage, everything just needs to work that much better. And that's where basically older people like Rohit Sharma, just, they just can't make it. It's not that he doesn't have the ability. It's not that he doesn't have the class. It's a different thing for KL Rahul. I think that there's a class problem with him also. But Rohit Sharma isn't that. 
So it is this problem, which I believe is the real age problem that I have been harping on. It is not just a question of his fitness. Again, his fitness, there is definitely a problem. It's a visible problem with Rohit Sharma. But even if he was like Virat Kohli, who who's very fit, it's just that you cannot, you're, it's it's called maturity in, in when we're talking about it in a positive context, that it's maturity. But T20 is not a game, especially batting in the first six overs, isn't a game for mature individuals. It's a game for the immature individual. And these people are definitely extremely mature in this case. So the, I remember there was when Sunil Gavaskar scored 36 runs in 60 overs in 1975. He wrote about that in his autobiography. And he said this, that it wasn't that, you know, people ask him, how, how could you do something like this? And he says, it wasn't that I didn't realize that what was going on was wrong. But the moment the ball was being bowled, my, my entire body was curling up into a defensive configuration because that was his instinct. That was his subconscious. And you will find that many players, when they come out from a bad form, or, you know, they say, what was your secret? Why did you play? They said, I kept things simple. Okay, I didn't. So what does that mean? I mean, it's it's kind of a cliche. I kept things simple. But what I kept things simple means that I basically went by what my instincts told me and my instincts said, right, that's really what they're saying. So with with once you become older, it's no longer keeping it simple. Your neural network is no longer simple because it has the weight of experience. That is the problem with experience. It's a problem with experience in daily life. That's a problem in experience at the highest level of sport, especially when you're in T20. And T20 cricket as it is now evolved to be. Now, this problem is actually exacerbated when you have multi-format players, people who play both test cricket as well as T20. Because T20 and test cricket are on two extreme ends of the spectrum in terms of recklessness. So Rohit Sharma plays test cricket. That was makes it even worse for him. And if you if you recall Rohit Sharma's career, there was a long time when it was considered that he wouldn't have much of a test career. It would be like Yuvraj Singh. His flourishing as a test batsman is kind of a late career development. But what that does, it makes the learning even more difficult because now you have to accommodate so when you're facing somebody at 140, your, your head isn't thinking test. Or it's like whatever is the dominant instinct that's going to take over. in And that's going to guide your muscles and your hand-eye coordination. So this is the problem that somebody like Kohli has. He also keeps on playing test cricket. So, and, and this is one of the things that I'm, is my recommendations is that the BCCI in their sagacity, if they want to keep multiple 11s. It's not important to keep 44 players at any point of time because we'll never have, we'll never be able to play them. It's more important to have separate sides for test match. We shouldn't have a player who's playing a test game and who's also playing a T20. We just shouldn't. I mean, there are one or two players like maybe Kohli who can manage it for certain periods of time in their career. Not overall. I think Kohli also needs to decide which one he wants to take now. Even though he had a good T20 World Cup. And Kohli is special, of course. I mean, Kohli, the Sachin Tendulkar, Sachin Tendulkar and all of these people, they're special. So let's keep those people at an outlier. Rohit Sharma is obviously special in terms of us, but in terms of all-time greats, I wouldn't ever put Rohit Sharma in, in the list of all-time greats. I would put Virat Kohli in the list of all-time greats and Sachin Tendulkar. So, so this problem is, and you have multi-format players. And if you look at the T20 World Cup, 
See, Pakistan suffered the same problem. Their two openers were multi-format players. And that's why they were the weak link. It was shown that they were a weak link in a place like Australia, where you have to score at even higher rates. And it's also the secret of success of England. You see, they don't, they realize this. Their test team has nobody in their T20 team. I mean, Butler, who's their best T20 batsman, doesn't get a place in the test team. It's Ben Folks who's their keeper. Even though Butler could have been the keeper, but they don't. They save Butler for T20. They save Butler. One day is kind of hybrid. So you can kind of club it with test one day. Joe Root used to play T20. Doesn't anymore. They say he can't. Um, Stephen Smith, multi-format player, can't get into the Australian T20 side. I mean, there's Kane Williamson. His T20 performances have dipped because, again, as he gets goes older, it's he's also a test batsman. So growing older is one problem. And growing older, older while trying to maintain your performance in tests makes it even worse. Because there is a game, there is a context in which your conservative instincts are rewarded. So your brain can't really learn out those behaviors. They just can't. Because they're in a, in a place you need to be circumspect. So this is the problem with Rohit. That's why he's crying. Because he's crying because he can't reconcile. He de- he's lost control. And he's, 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 it's, he almost can't be blamed for it also. Because his age and the fact that he's also a test batsman. He cannot bat in today's day and age at the highest level in, a, in an ICC tournament at that level. He just can't. He was set up to fail. And again, he set himself up to fail. It's not that somebody else did it for him. So... If you, if you notice, the old players who play T20, Gail, for instance, he quit Test cricket a long time ago. And he people say, oh, he's doing it to conserve himself. And they mean physical fitness. But no, it's not just physical fitness. It's also the mental, the learning part. He just wants to winnow out all the test batting learning that he has and focus purely. Because, again, that's where the... Age comes in. When you're younger, you're more nimble. You're more agile. You can shift from one mode of learning to another mode of learning. When you're older, you just become more rigid in everything, in your ideas, in your your, your muscles. Everything becomes more rigid. You become less flexible. So these people realize that. Dhuni, genius in terms of understanding where his limits are. So Dhoni quit test cricket a long time ago. And it was not just, again, not just a physical thing. It was a mental thing. By doing so, he was able to elongate his career, to make his T20 career, which is where he wanted to focus on that. And he said so. And the reason is he wanted to winnow out that kind of test matching, test match batting behavior that he has, which he never really enjoyed either. So I think moving forward, too much of focus is often spent on let's fire these set of guys and let's bring in another guy. Harshal Patel, he's one year over, he was the greatest thing. Now let's let's dump him. Let's bring in Washington Sundar. So the point is, this these are just point solutions. Whoever hasn't played for a while seems to be the solution to most of the pundits. Um So for me, that is neither here nor there. What we should instead focus is on general strategies. So the first strategy is we should have, unless one or two exceptions, like Virat Kohli, we should have separate teams for test. And 
most of my discussion have been with respect to batsmen it's also true for bowlers perhaps less true for bowlers because a bowler has a certain amount of time to think before he bowls the ball so there is a time for your different part of a brain to kind of override the natural part of your brain but when you're batting and you're facing somebody hurling ball, ball deliveries at 145 miles per hour you don't have that luxury so it's this problem is worse for batsmen but even in terms of bowling we should cultivate and we have enough talent in this country to do so talent have a different pool of players for test matches than we have for the over limited varieties of the game we should absolutely do that um i think that this is this is really what the bcc should do and they should compensate the test match guys because they will not be playing in t20 that's a, one of the main things right because of ipl people have to play the t20 this is a this is the only way they can secure their financial futures so the should absolutely compensate our test specialists for that they should follow what england is doing that's exactly what, i don't know if england compensates them but england has a separate pool of players batsmen whom whom they select for test matches they do not get they do not get to play t20s so that's what india should do and again age you cannot have older players playing t20 cricket there has to be a unofficial retirement age for players in t20 and again if you have somebody like sky in the form of his life but unfortunately what's and i'm again making a prediction is that his sky's form unfortunately is not going to last because he's also getting older he's not a 23 24 year old guy anymore he's a late bloomer i would say and i think that things have been made worse by the fact that rohit sharma has taken his spot for a while i think the number one batsman is Surya Kumar Yadav and he should be opening he should have been opening for a long time now and his i think he would have had a much better time of it because seeing in the T20 world in the game yesterday in New Zealand he seemed to be in a different universe when he came to bat from his first first body faced so that's that's an important thing moving forward it's not just a question of let's get this guy let's get this guy sanju samson it's okay you can say you but I, i don't think sanju samson would have really made a huge difference we've tried him before and he's been not been in he's not been consistent so there there's a good reason why he wasn't not, he was not there in the in in the in this squad so young players young so that's why ashwin i i don't had no idea why he was playing t20 world cup game again i thought that we had moved past ashwin um when we went with uh, the kulcha we 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 decided to but we back so maybe somebody like jadeja can play i don't know for a while but ultimately i think that even jadeja is coming to the end of his career so this is really what the board and what a new selection committee should be thinking about rather than individuals they should think about policies and principles by which they can create a champion team moving forward So uh that's it for this podcast uh, I'll be back soon with another till then stay well bye bye